Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years about performing my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to understand and relate to people who are struggling with health and weight challenges because, well, generally speaking, she's been in their shoes. And this firsthand experience allows her to authentically support others to achieve their own health goals. So I'm super excited to introduce Lisa Corsiglia. Now, Lisa is a certified health and fitness coach who specializes in behavioral, habit, and lifestyle changes that help clients to reach and sustain their health goals. Well, welcome, Lisa. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hi, yeah, I'm really excited to talk. Yeah. And, you know, uh, health is one of those things is it can really be uh, a wrestling match, right? To make those healthy choices, but there's all the fun foods out there you know, <laughs> that we're kind of inundated with through media. So I just love how you're helping people to, you know, overcome all that and feel great. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really exciting, um, exciting opportunity to be able to help people. And I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, <laughs> always top of my question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Um, well, um, for me, it was that I, um, I had this health journey of my own. I've lost over a hundred pounds. Wow. I got really in, yeah, I got really into fitness. Um, you know, I love to, you know, work out, lift weights. And I really found that I gravitated towards, you know, helping my fellow like members at my gym. Um, and I would um, try to help people like outside of the gym, like friends and family, and I really just fell in love with the idea of helping others achieve their goals the way that I did. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it just gravitated towards it. Um, so that's, and then um, I felt, um, you know, I was working a, a job that I didn't like. And I was like, you know what? I need to do something that I, I want to do and that I'll love to do. And so that was where I, I decided that's, I'm going to be a coach. Right. Wow. So you were in a job that was not necessarily in the health and fitness industry. I'm gathering. Yeah, I was kind of like, um, did everything in an office. I was working in an office uh, job. Um, and we were just bought by a bigger corporate, um, company. And, you know, I just felt like I was just becoming a number and I wasn't, right. um, 
valued the way that I used to be. And then I was just, the environment just wasn't good for me. And so I was like, why am I here when I could be doing something that I really love? And that's, you know, working in, you know, health coaching and um, working with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Just really leaning into uh, what you recognized was a situation that was not supporting you to live at your best, right? When we're in a right. toxic environment, it's, mm-hmm. it's contradictory. If you're all about health and wellness, but mm-hmm. you don't work and you're feeling awful, you're, you know, emotionally and physically, because one is related to the other. And it's like, wait a mm-hmm. second, yeah, uh, this isn't part of my plan, <laughs> but then <laughs> tapping into that courage and being able to say, Hey, I can do this. I can step into a new role because you were in a, a obviously working for a company that was giving mm-hmm. you that steady paycheck. And yeah, so, yeah, I really admire that. That's very, <laughs> very courageous, inspirational, and obviously making a big difference in, in the way that, that feels fulfilling to you. So the epitome of being an entrepreneur, right? (laughs) So how long have you had your coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of the time? So I started coaching like at a local gym um, and like doing like nutrition, like challenges and stuff with the members Mm -hmm. Um, probably about five years ago now. Um, And then um, over that time, I've had two more babies. So I have three total. So (laughs) during that time, that was definitely a change in how my path was going. Um, But when I was pregnant with my third daughter, I decided, you know what, I I need to take this um, in a little bit different direction um, than just like in the gym, you know, So I was like, I want to start a health coaching business where I can help people from all over, not just locally. So more of like an online business. And so that's been about a year and a half to two years. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's definitely evolved as I'm learning more about myself as a coach. Um, And as I've gone through, I guess, different certifications to, you know, gain more knowledge to my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely evolved from going, oh, I'm going to, this is, I'm going to focus in like just nutrition coaching. Um, but then it was like, oh, maybe I'll do like postpartum stuff because I'm a new mom. Right. <laughs> and then now it's like, no, this is health coaching. I am coaching, um, not just nutrition, but health. And so going more into like your behaviors, the habits, lifestyles, mindset, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's evolved into a much, I think, bigger type of coaching than what I initially wanted to do. But that was just like learning more and more about what you can do for other people and how mm-hmm. you can do it. Um, yeah. So it certainly has evolved into what it is now from when I first started. Well, gaining that skill set, as well as broadening your understanding of how everything really does mm-hmm. interrelate. And yes, Absolutely. Nutrition is super important, but Mm -hmm. wow! if there's some behavior that's going on, that's driving people to, even though they know they shouldn't be eating Mm -hmm. something, they still do it. Well, it doesn't matter how many times you tell them this is, this is the healthy Mm -hmm. menu, stick to it. (laughs) If they can't, well, you know, it it obviously led you to gain a broader understanding of, okay, Mm -hmm. how can I support at a deeper level? So Mm -hmm. that 
people really can sustain that that state of healthiness and achieve exactly. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way besides the fact that you're managing three <laughs> little kids, and, you know, growing a business at the same time? Because that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, having the kids definitely made me personally know that I it's not going to be a fast track to like having a bigger business. Like I know I have to kind of go along with my family, but, um, I think as far as obstacles go, it is, um, you know, putting myself out there. And so people come to me, you know, um, trying to figure out like, like what makes people want to even like go to your social media page or check out your website or see who you are. Um, I think, so my biggest obstacle, um, was that like reach, like getting people, uh, you know, to find me or to, for them to like, think that I'm valuable or what I have to offer is valuable, I should say. Right. Um, and so through like different, like I said, like I've done different, um, uh, like business coaching, like little like webinars and stuff. And I, and through all of that, I learned I have to be me. I have to like, just be myself. Um, and then find, you know, people that like I jive with and who jive with me, um, and then putting out there what they want to learn. You know, it's not about what I know. It's about what they want to know. And I think that was the biggest obstacle that I really kind of figured out was I know a lot of things, (laughs) And I, you know, at first I was just putting content about like what's important to me as an individual and what I know is, you know, in that respect, but then it's like, Lisa, you know, people like want to be healthy, but you don't have to like post about like grass fed meat all the time. Cause that's like the, mm-hmm. like the smallest thing. They don't care about that. They want to know how they can lose weight or they could do this or that, uh, or yeah. like get over cravings or, you know, that kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. I learned that that is what I need to, to put out there um, rather than just like thinking of myself and what I would want to know, because I'm different than my, my potential clients. Exactly. Yeah. You're quite evolved in your understanding Mm -hmm. of of things. And so what's top of mind for you isn't necessarily top of mind for them. It's kind of like going to a a young family and saying here, here's a a great, uh, fast, sleek car, you know, it's a Maserati, Mm -hmm. It's just the top line of everything, everything is phenomenal. And they're like, yeah, I don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful car. It's it's phenomenal. I don't care about that. I'm looking at a minivan, you know, because we need functionality right now. So it's like, ah, okay. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, exactly. You have to really tune into what your potential client is needing in that moment. They might want to probably down the road, Mm -hmm. probably not until their mid forties or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But um, (laughs) interesting. Yeah. So it sounds like you have attended some, some training, because obviously these are skills that not everybody's Mm -hmm. born with in terms of marketing or, or sales. And and it kind of leads me into what area that I love talking about, you know, Mm -hmm. my my zone of genius is that element of business that is, it's, it's all wrapped around, okay, how do you serve and create this vision of impact that you have for yourself? And obviously you're an expert at helping people to 
really replace their unhealthy habits, right? And achieve mm-hmm. their health goals. But when it comes to the client enrollment or, or sales part of being in business, how do you feel about that? You know, this might feel like a very different skill set. So do you have any other challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, you know, like, obviously, I, you know, figured out like, this is how to get people to, to come and, um, you know, click the link to talk. But you know, once I get on the phone with them, and you know, I love to chat, I love to talk about what's going on in their life. But, um, you know, and I, you know, get on a personal level with them, but I, um, I don't know, I just, um, the whole sales over the phone process is hard for me to, you know, without sounding like, you know, a used car salesman, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like saying, you know, or asking for the sale, um, in a way that's, you know, in line with what I'm doing in my profession and mm-hmm. not sound pushy or anything like that. But obviously as a business person, you know, I need to gain clients in order to thrive. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. And people need to understand what it is you offer. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. well, you're definitely not alone in that <laughs> state of kind of, I just don't really feel know what to do. And it's not what I'm thinking is not really doing anything. You know, we're having a great conversation, but then it starts getting awkward when it's transitioning into, well, this is, you know, do you want to buy this? You know, it's like, <laughs> how do we get there in a way that feels yeah. and authentic? So, well, I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. Yeah. So it 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 is interesting because it is, generally speaking, um, a, a conversation of discovery, right? Because if we just tell people what it is you offer uh, without any discovery, then that's what feels salesy. If you just uh-huh. tell, okay, well, this is what I offer. This is how much it is. This is what's included. Do you uh-huh. want it? You know, yeah. that's what feels salesy. And nobody really does that naturally in terms of, you know, unless you're selling more of a transactional sale. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's an item that you're just selling and you're presenting the benefits of the features, right? Mm-hmm. This does this and this and this and this, and it's $45.95. Mm-hmm. It. And so within <laughs> this aspect of sales, it's more um, what I call consultative, but it's, it's one step further than that, but consultative selling is more of a conversation, but it's with intention. It's within a specific uh, framework where you're learning about people with intention in terms of discovering what their values are, what's important to them and, and what are they really wanting to experience in terms of, mm-hmm. of their health and, and fitness as well as finding out, discovering what it is that is coming up short and how that's impacting their, their state of being, you know, what's that? So how's that affecting your work? Is that affecting other things is so not just, uh uh-huh. Okay. So you're overweight. uh Uh-huh. Okay. So you're eating nachos Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock at night. uh Uh-huh. It's not that kind of discovery. It's really it's really fully understanding what the person is 
experiencing at a deeper level because that's what has the emotion attached to it. And then when you fully understand what's going on for the person and, and how they're really dealing with frustrations and, and real life challenges, one of the easiest ways to transition then into your offer is, is just saying, well, these are all areas that I have expertise within. And I'm just curious, do you have a plan in place that's going to allow you to, and then you just kind of repeat back what they're suffering or frustrated about, solve these mm -hmm. things. And then uh, typically, because they're there talking with you, they're going to be no, or I've tried things and it just hasn't succeeded. And say, well, perfect. Then if you'd like, I would be happy to share with you how I team up with people so that they can achieve their, their health goals. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're right into it. And it, it's just, it's a conversation, but with intention. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully that that helps lift a little bit of the pressure and and gain you know allow, allow you to receive a little bit of clarity about how the conversation goes and give you more confidence in sharing this great work that you're doing because it is such a hot topic, right? Mm -hmm. People's health, yeah, and wellness is oh my gosh, it's pretty much everywhere you go. It's one of the top of mind things for people to be talking about. Oh my gosh, I've got this ache or I've got this. Oh, I can't believe I've still got my pandemic belly or things like that. And it's, in fact, speaking of the pandemic, you know, we're into life after, but I don't know about everyone else listening, but I kind of uh, got a few bad habits developed during the pandemic, the stress and being so close to the refrigerator working on coast. I can't really say that because I always worked home based. So I'm, I'm just curious in terms of how the pandemic and life after has impacted the people that uh, you typically work with. Well, yeah, the pandemic really hit a lot of people hard. I talk to people now, um, you know, over three years now since it started that, you know, are still like, yeah, I'm still up 20 pounds or I still do this, or I've been drinking a lot since the pandemic and they're still drinking even after the pandemic and they, you know, weren't allowed to go outside. So they didn't go outside. They spent a lot more time on their couch. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's yeah. really easy to fall back on those kind of cool laid back habits that they were exactly. forced to do. The workout routine is not generally <laughs> top of the list when we know couch time. <laughs> no, like you want to go cuddle on the couch and have a drink and eat some popcorn and all of that. Oh um, my gosh. That sounds great. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It's cozy. And you got to, and like, and there's a lot of um, introverts out there and it was like their Oh my gosh, shine. absolutely. I loved it. <laughs> so, it's like no longer so, was I forced to go out and mix and mingle. I could just Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it has a huge effect even now. And you know, once those bad habits set in, it can be very difficult to um, move past them or change them or you know, whatever you need to do in order to get to those um, health goals that you have, whatever they might be. Yep. 
Yep, so. absolutely. Well, so I'm kind of on the edge of my seat here, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> How do you work with people who do want to finally create those healthy lifestyle habits and achieve their wellness goals? Can you share just some specifics about your philosophy or your approach? Yeah. So for me, working with clients, um, this kind of starts with, you know, finding out what their goals are, um, what they really are. Cause you know, we have like, Oh, I want to lose like 50 pounds, but there's a lot more that goes into that. Um, as far Mm -hmm. as goals go, there's how you feel after you lose it. Um, there's like what you can do, like, cause 50 pounds or whatever the amount could be 30 pounds could be 20, but you know, that change it, you know, being overweight that much, um, you know, affects how you live your life. So how, so we would talk about what are your goals? Like if you reached your goal, what does your life look like at that time? Okay. Now tell me what's stopping you from getting to your goals. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. All right. Finally, um, what can you do um, to overcome those obstacles? Um, So we work together. Um, I don't just give you a food plan and say, let's see if you can do it. You got this. And then give you little, (laughs) yeah. And then give you little tips to like get over the hump. No, we're going to work together and we're going to create a plan that you are ready and willing and able to do. So like if meal prepping, (laughs) like if you like just can't do it because you don't have the time, you don't have the tools and all of that. Well, we got to work towards that. So that's not going to start. You can't start meal prepping right away if you're not, if you're physically unable to do it. So we figure what out, what those things are, what you're ready, willing and able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we start small and work our way up to achieving those things. Um, and then, you know, you'll get, you know, your guidance as far as food goes, um, like what your nutrition should look like. Um, but you're not going to just go all in right away. You're Mm going to start small with what you can do. So even if that's like, I'm just going to start eating a salad with dinner every night, if that's where it starts, that's where it starts. And then we grow from there. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, that makes total sense. I, I love that part. What you're ready, willing, mm-hmm. and able to do. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, okay, this is what you need to do. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Right there. That's resistance. That's absolutely know, kind of setting and- yourself up for failure. So I love just gaining that clarity around, okay, mm-hmm. so what are your goals? If you achieve those, mm-hmm. what will your life look like? Get them excited about the new vision for themselves instead of the normal of where we're like, oh my God, I can't believe I've got this much weight. I can't believe I'm mm-hmm. so tired. I can't believe and we're kind of sitting in the muck, right? Instead of looking yeah. forward in terms of what's possible and how life could be and identifying, okay, well, why aren't you achieving that? What's holding you back? And then, you know, the, the, all right, here's, here's our, our first phase, second phase, third phase plan. Yeah. It's going from there. So exactly. yeah, I love it. Sounds so totally yeah. doable. <laughs> it is. It absolutely yeah. is doable. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, Lisa, mm-hmm. how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Sure. Um, so if you wanted to, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at coach.lisa.corsiglia. Or you can visit my website, which is lisacorsigliahealth.com. Okay, fantastic. 
lisacorsigliahealth.com. So look in the show notes uh, for the mm-hmm. link to that uh, website. And then Instagram is is your platform of, of choice. And that's coach.lisacorsiglia.com. Yeah. <laughs> I know Persiglia. but anyway listeners just look in the show notes and I'll put the hyperlink in there as well so fantastic well Lisa you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom through our conversation but if I yeah. could tell on you one last time here during sure. our interview um in in looking at your own experience in building your business now what's some advice that you can share with say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Well, I would say my best piece of advice for them is be themselves and know what their passions really are and just follow it. Even if it's really slow, you know, even if it takes a long time, um, just follow your heart, get the skill sets, you know, that you need, practice them, seek out others who are in your same shoes. Having a team community around you is so helpful as well. Um, But I'd say just be real and be yourself through it is my biggest piece of advice, because then you're always going to kind of stick to your plan. If you start going off and trying to be people you're not, you're going to have a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. with it, I think. Right, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, just really finding your own, your own voice, your own path, and knowing that that is good. That's fine. Yeah, you have to be on somebody else's path. In fact, that usually leads to comparisonitis. And that's one of the quickest yeah. ways to lose confidence and mm-hmm. have imposter syndrome to creep in. So yeah, I yeah. love fantastic. Mm-hmm definitely very inspirational and words of wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, Lisa, it's just been so great hearing about your journey where you were in a a job, no doubt a good job, making a difference, Mm -hmm. bringing home a paycheck, but Mm -hmm. things were shifting. You know, the company got bought out. Business wasn't quite the same. The culture shifted. Suddenly you weren't feeling as much meaning or you know, as valued in that role. Mm-hmm. And it's like, gosh, dang it. I, I really like the health and wellness, the health and fitness mm-hmm. arena a lot more and not just wishful thinking, but you did it. You made that yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> to this impactful work you're now doing as mm-hmm. a certified health and fitness coach, where you're helping people reach and sustain their health goals. So I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank too. you so much for being a guest on my show today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Lisa Corsiglia through her website, as well as follow her on Instagram and look for those links in the show notes. And remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has that endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. 
you may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Lisa Corsiglia. And as always, here's to your success.